0: I'm really excited uh, this morning that we're going to be hearing from Sean and Ali Ava. Sean and Ali have been coming to St. Matthias. Yeah, you can give them a clap. Woo! <laughs> um, Sean and Ali are group pastors. They've been coming to St. Matthias um, a number of years. Um, Ali works for an incredible organization um, called Off the Fence in Brighton, um, supporting um, uh, vulnerable women and and, um, in all sorts of different ways, uh, connecting them with the support that they need. Um, Sean is um, doing many, many things, including uh, funerals. Um, If you've ever seen all the Avard Estate Agency signs uh, around the city. Well, that's because Sean started uh, Avard's. And one of the lovely things about that is, in five ways, you get quite a lot of um, street parties. Maybe you've been to some street parties in five ways. Well, many of them were started because Avard's Estate Agency, a local business, decided to put aside 10% of their profits um, for all sorts of community causes, including funding street parties. So it's largely thanks to Sean and AVARDS that we have uh, street parties. But um, can you give it up for Sean and Ali?
1: Actually, Hollingbury Park Avenue was uh, funded by Abarth
0: Estate, Agents. I seem to remember. (laughs) Yes, HPA. Um, Oh, well. So, um, well, firstly, talking about spiritual gifts, Sean, what would you say Ali's spiritual gifts are?
1: It's not what we rehearsed this morning, was it, in bed? (laughs) (laughs) Ali was going to go first. (laughs) Well, Ali's got high mercy, without a doubt. High mercy, high helps. Um, She travels with people. She gets into their shoes. She uh, works with them. She prays with them. She goes the extra mile. She'll give her a cloak. Uh, To them in in a sense, in a biblical sense, but um, um, and helps as well, very (laughs) and helps gift as well, which often goes alongside. But she's not just about getting the job done with a helps gift, it's about um, making sure that person is really helped and loved, supported, and valued. They're her top, but the gift that's emerging, which we've got dominant, we've got these dormant gifts often that we're not aware that God's given us and I see wisdom, Ali's very wise, often. I'm quite an impulsive character. Um, That's happened this week, hasn't it, over something? And uh, Ali will just bring me level, you know, hang on a sec, let's just put some wisdom. So I see that developing in in Ali very much.
0: Um, And um, I feel like we're slightly bordering up on couples counselling right now, but um, (laughs) we'll try and avoid those particular avenues. Um, Ali, same question to you about Sean.
2: Um, Well, since I first knew Sean, actually, I could see um, high levels of encouragement in him. Um, He's a great encourager. He loves to get alongside people, and he really does, um, he thrives from seeing them thrive. You know, he really wants people to do well, and you'll just um, speak words of... Um, kindness and just what you see in people, you'll speak that into them and um, sometimes they just need that extra um, sort of inspiration and belief in them to sort of encourage them along in what they're doing. Um, so yeah, high, high levels of encouragement in you and leadership as well. Um, that has been uh, clear when I first met Sean. You were leading sort of on a number of levels. You were leading in your workplace, in church, Um, and you've continued to do that. Um, And in our family as well, Um, your leadership abilities, I'd say, are as well sort of inspirational rather than, um, you know, like... uh dictatorial sort of thing you've got servant leadership you'll get alongside a team and work with them to help them do their best those two things work really well together as well the leadership and encouragement work really well together but I've also seen your mercy mercy really grow and your compassion for people Um, that's really growing as well
0: Amazing. Now, we've talked at quite length over a period of time about this series and about exploring this idea of spiritual gifts. I mean, for both of you, why is this such an important area and where have you seen it done really well? just.
2: Um. We're just both really passionate about this, actually, because we've both been very blessed over the years in sort of in church settings and in in work settings to sort of um, be able to practice our gifts. And just it just brings something out in you. You know, God gives us these gifts to bless us, to benefit us, to encourage us, but also to bless others. Um, and encourage them. It's sort of a twofold thing, but then it's, it's about giving glory to Him. It's about pointing people uh, towards Him. You know, he, he gives us gifts that are not just gifts for us, they're gifts to be used and shared. And um, when you're serving um, in your gifting area, you don't get drained, you know, like often in, in the world, you know, things that you do, they sort of drain you and sometimes you might be scared to step out and do things because you think, I haven't got the energy, I haven't got the time, I haven't got the inclination, it's all the sort of negatives, but it's not like that with God's giftings, with your spiritual giftings, he is there just boosting you and you'll know when you're serving in your in your area of, of gifting, of God-given gifting, because you will be absolutely on a high. I mean, I could just give you ample to sort of work in my gifting area. It's not been about me. It's been about God just putting me in that moment. And, um, oh, it's just taught me so much about him and about myself and about other people. It's all about him, actually. And it's just his grace and his goodness to us. So if we've got gifts and we don't use them, we're mad, really. <laughs> um Yeah.
0: Lovely. And and I mean Sean, you mentioned about somebody you saw um last week. Uh do you want to just say Yeah,
1: we were driving through Hayward Teeth, and um there's a lovely lady. Funny enough, her name's called Joan Collins, um, which always made me smile. But she's probably in her seventies and um she we were driving past and the church door was open and there was a kids' group going on. There she was serving, there she was welcoming. People and she'd learned that way, way back about how important it is to use her gifts of welcome, of helps, and it was just a lovely picture. Can I just add one thing, very short um, thing? Um, We can build the church in our own strength, or we can ask God, the Holy Spirit, to give us the gifts to use the gifts to build it in His strength, and that's a huge difference, especially in leadership as a leadership team. Ministry is hard and difficult. Uh, do not become weary in doing good it's, we get weary in doing ministry, whereas if everyone 's playing their part, if we take those gifts and use those gifts um, and that 's why i 'm passionate about it, coming back to the question is because let 's just take Sunday morning this morning we 've seen so many people using their gifts. I could have wept this morning, just seen the worship, the skills, the gifts, the talents, the welcome. I saw Alison Addy clearing up a glass bottle when I walked in, the gift of helps. Thomas facilitated our service so beautifully this morning. Dom, you've just led magnet guys on sound. It's a, it's beautiful when everyone's using their gifts. And that's why I'm passionate about everybody jumping in. No subs on the bench. Everybody, every member ministry, everybody using their gifts. That's a long winded answer.
0: Love it. Brilliant. Um, so there might be people sat here who um, either, if you were to say, what do you think your spiritual gifts are? They don't really know the answer to that. Or they have a sense that I think, you know, these are the gifts that God has given me, um, but I, I'm holding back. I'm, I'm, I'm actually not really using them. What, what would you say to those two people?
1: Yeah, I, th- I, f- I think the first thing is pray. Pray. And, and Scripture says, I think it's 1 James verse 4 or 5, that says, if you lack wisdom, ask the, our Heavenly Father who will give you wisdom. He's generous in giving you wisdom and understanding as to what your will So pray, pray. Uh, I'm going to cover this in a minute, actually, Tom, so I won't give too many answers away, otherwise I'll have nothing to talk about. But Ali's got one as well, which is one of the key things about this is...
2: Just try, <laughs> actually, and I think really, um, Tom said it, it's you know it's fine to give carte blanche. If you're not sure, you think you might um, have a gift for you know helping with the children, just go and try. It doesn't mean you're signed up for life, does it, Tom? <laughs> or even a year or two or whatever. But you might find sometimes you find that you try something and it just brings something alive in you and then you find 20 years down the line this was my experience I'm still doing it but it didn't feel heavy or hard or a burden because it was God's gifting um, in me sort of carrying me through it but try and see and don't be afraid to sort of try maybe for a couple of weeks and say oh no this is perhaps not my thing but it's fair to say but you all have value, you all have purpose, you all have gifts, and God wants you to be using them, and he wants you to know your value through using your gifts. Mm.
0: And I really like what you said about almost one of the tests, if you're um, trying out something, is is this really draining me, um, in which case that indicates it probably isn't the part that you've got to play the gift that God has given you, whereas if you come away getting that sort of love, that I felt like I was... Um, you know, I came alive doing that, mm. then that's, that's often an indicator. I think that's really wise. Um, just a last question. Last week we spoke a little bit about you know, um, our, our gifts are powerful in and of themselves, but when we combine them with other people's gifts, then they, they're boosted. They almost <laughs> become superpowers. And um, yeah, I'd love to ask you both, I suppose, um, in um, context that you've been in, maybe teams in your own marriage. Um, yeah, where have you seen that sort of complementary power of gifts work out?
2: Um, well, actually, funny enough, just recently at the beginning of the pandemic, we had, um, we found ourselves, by God's grace, um, in a position to be um, working in the food bank up at St. Cuthman's, and Sean was actually heading up the team. Um, it had come about sort of quite suddenly, and I found myself furloughed from work, so I was on the team, um, and it was a time of, you know, it's hard to sort of remember back now, but it was a time of great fear and kind of anxiety, and there was just darkness around, but we felt ourselves, found ourselves come alive, it was one of the best times of our lives most recently definitely serving together we served in different ways but used our different giftings to sort of work in that team and that team worked so well together as well that was a beautiful picture because it was um, made up of people from umpteen different churches from around the city it was a, such a lovely picture it was like a little taste of heaven on earth because it was a, a difficult time but the team working together um, serving in their gifting areas um when people really really needed it and um just people just shone the team just shone for jesus actually so those people that came to the food bank didn't just receive food they really received love and they would comment on it and we would get up each morning i don't think we ever got have got up you know so excited to go off for a day's work honestly um it was at the time when we weren't all supposed to be... You know, it was re- when it was the, the real difficult days when we weren't supposed to be going out. But that came from out of the blue. That was definitely a God thing. And it was for a season. Sometimes serving can be for such a time as this. It's just a season that you serve in a certain area. Um, but you just know when you're in tune with, with God, which you, you become more in tune with God when you're serving in your gifting area. You just, well... I'm passionate about it, as you can hear.
0: <laughs> well, um, Ali, Sean, we want to thank you for the wisdom that you shared this morning, but more than that, just for what such an encouragement you are to uh, St. Matthias. So let's give it up for Sean and Ali. And, um, and Sean's now going to uh, speak to us before we take communion together and come to the end of our service.
1: Let's pray. Father God, we thank you that you love us so much. Thank you that you lavish your love upon us. Thank you that you gift us. Thank you for the gift of eternal life, the wonderful hope and assurance that we have of this life with you for everlasting. Thank you for the forg- uh, gift of forgiveness of sins. Thank you that we're adopted into your wonderful family. Lord, thank you for your word. Thank you for the Bible. Thank you for the Holy Spirit. And Lord... Um, in the Bible, uh, you, used, you spoke through a donkey, and Lord, I pray that you'd speak through me today. And Lord, I pray that the words of my brothers and sisters, those words of wheat and chaff, that they would take home the wheat and not the chaff, but they'd not only be um, here, now you've got a picture of a donkey. Isn't that wonderful? Um, About 30 years ago, I sat in a spiritual gifts assessment course. It called, what well, it was called Spiritual Gifts, which is very original. And um, there was about 30 of us and I sat at the back and we, were, we did a, gift, uh, a spiritual gift assessment, which I'd encourage you to do online, you can do it, 140 questions, it will tell you, basically, give you an idea, it's not in the Bible by the way, but it's quite useful and it can indicate what your gifts may be. Um, I sat there, we did it and um, a few gifts came up and often there's a, there's a primary gift, and a couple of what I call a gift mix, one or two gifts that are there, maybe three. And I said, Lord, do not give me the gift of giving, generosity. You can baptise me, but not my Bible, because we were Baptists then. We, we did baptism in the right way for an immersion. We do here as well. And um, I said, please, Lord, do not give me the gift of celibacy. Because it's a gift in the Bible, by the way, celibacy. And please, Lord, do not give me the gift of martyrdom, because you only get one shot at that, (laughs) then you're dead. Get it? Anyway. Stephen was a martyr, of course, in the Bible, in the book of Acts. He was the first Christian martyr. So um, just to really sort of um, encapsulate what we're trying to say, how kind of God, how kind of our generous God, he gives each of us, each and every one of us, at least one special gift. And spiritual gifts are basically, in a nutshell, to equip the church to carry out its ministry until Jesus returns. That's it. To equip the church to carry out its ministry until Jesus comes back. It's for the building up, for the edifying of the church. It's not for our glory. As Tom said a few weeks ago, it's not a badge of honour. That wonderful song, um, I, will, I, will do, I will not boast in my gifts, my power, and my wisdom. I will boast in Jesus Christ. So it's for the building up of others, for the benefit of others. It's for the common good. It's for our encouragement. I've been greatly encouraged this morning by seeing people use their gifts. It's for the unity of the body. We're very diverse. We're also interdependent of one another. God doesn't give us all the gifts because he wants us to be dependent on each other. If we had all the gifts, we wouldn't need each other. So we're interdependent, but there's a unity, there's a diversity, and there's a unity. And unity is very important. And when we're all playing our part, when we're all playing our part, there's a wonderful unity. And we know from Scripture, where there's unity, there is blessing. It's to give us, as Ali said, purpose. We love having a purpose. And it's to bring us comfort and great joy when we see other people using their gifts. And to fulfill his mission on this earth. That's why we have spiritual gifts and everybody has got at least one gift and I've seen them being exercised today very clearly and I'm sure you have too. Romans 12, uh, it's a lovely piece of scripture. If I was on a desert island, I would probably take this scripture with me, certainly the second part. Humble service in the body of Christ. For by the grace given me, I say to every one of you, do not think of yourself more highly than you ought. We sometimes struggle with that, don't we? But rather think of yourself with sober judgment, in accordance with the faith God has distributed to each of you. For just as each of us has one body with many members, and these members do not all have the same function, so in Christ... So many form one body, and each member belongs to all the others, in the given to each of us. If your gift is prophesying, then prophesy. In accordance with your faith. If it is serving, then serve. If it is teaching, then teach. If it is encouragement, then give encouragement. If it is giving, then give generously. If it is to lead do it diligently. And if it is to show mercy, do it cheerfully. Love in action. Love must be sincere. Hate what is evil. Cling to what is good. Be devoted to one another in love. Honour one and love, one another above yourselves. Never be lacking in zeal, but keep your spiritual fervour. How's your spiritual fervour? Be joyful in hope, patient in affliction, Faithful in prayer, share with God's, the Lord's people who are in need, and practice hospitality. We'll finish there. There's another gift hospitality, entertaining angels, entertaining strangers. I'm just going to cover three uh, gifts very briefly this morning leadership, the gift of guiding a group of people. This is Tom, think of Tom here. A gift of guiding people, group of people, to work together as a team to accomplish God's will that's leading assisting protecting the sheep teaching the sheep caring for the sheep empowering the sheep that's a big task Tom Tom has been exercising his gift over many years and so his leadership ability will have grown and it will keep on growing we need do need to pray for Tom and the leaders within the church they've got big targets on their back Leaders need a lot of prayer. They, they, if the leaders go astray, so does the team, so do the sheep. So it's very, very important gift. No pressure, Tom. No pressure, those that are leaders or leading. But we're all leaders in a, in a sense. We're all leaders with a small L because we actually have to lead our families and our kids or at school. We're, we're leading. We're all leading in areas. But there is an enhanced gifting of leadership. Uh, an empowerment from the Spirit, helps to desire the desire to help others in need. Their motivation is to help the person in need rather than to get the job done, as I said earlier. The gift of helps and the gift of mercy. The ability to comfort and care for those who are hurting. A person with this gift can listen to others' problems and empathise with them. So there's three gifts. Leadership, helps, helps. And mercy, you can get all this online. You can read up on the spiritual gifts. The key thing today, Tom said to me, Sean, get one point over. One point over. Well, that's very impossible for me to do that uh, because I like to talk, as you probably know, if you know me. But this was the thing whatever I said about spiritual gifts and how important they are, and that we've all got a part to play, they are totally worthless if love is not at the center of it all, and Tommy, you hit the nail on the head with what you said earlier. Make love your aim, 1 Corinthians 13, which will be very well known by you all. If I speak in tongues of men, of angels, but do not have love, I am only a resounding gong or a clanging cymbal. The message says, a rusty old gate. If I have the gift of prophecy and can fathom all mysteries and all knowledge, and if I have the faith that can move mountains but do not have love, I am nothing. If I give all I possess to the poor and give over my body to hardship, that I may boast but do not have love, I gain nothing. Make love your aim. It is so important. Love does not delight in evil, but rejoices in truth. It protects, it always trusts, it always hopes, it always perseveres. Love is patient, love is kind. Love does not envy, does not boast, is not proud, it does not dishonor others. It is not self-seeking, it is not easily angered. It keeps no record of wrongs. Make love your aim. So we've all got spiritual gifts, but love trumps that Make love our aim. Make love your aim. Well, practically, it's, it's great. But how, how do you find out what your spiritual gifts are? And some of you will know, and for some it's obvious. I look around, I see Doug. Where's Doug? He's got a... a well, Doug, of so the other Doug behind you. There's two Dugs here this morning. But Doug... There's a, you know, I, I know because of our group, you're, you've got a gift of wisdom. Obviously, Ali, you've got that mercy. Pierce, you've got a gift of teaching. It's a teaching gift there. Uh, Greg, where's Greg? These are people I've picked on. Greg, there's an enhanced gifting of helps. If you watch Greg, he's just super powered, supercharged by the Spirit for the gift of helps. There's other gifts within the room. There's intercessory gifts. And music abilities, will actually aren't mentioned in the gift, li- gift lists, but they're gifts. There's craftsmanship as well. Tim Palmer Fry, he does a lot with um, Big Church Festival. Huge craftsmanship gift, which is not actually mentioned. So there's lots of gifts that are represented. So how do, you, how do you, if you don't know your gift, how do you find out? Well, firstly, pray. We said, you've got to pray. Ask for wisdom. If you lack wisdom, ask for understanding. Ask others what they see in you. I can probably see gifts in you. Uh, Where's Ed? Ed Stoker. Ed, you said to me a few weeks ago, I don't know what my gift is. Well, I can tell you five that you've got, you know, at least. (laughs) Paul, it's a prophetic gift, you know. And actually, if you want to find out your gift, um, ask others. Ask what they see in you. Read scripture. What are you passionate about? What lights your button? What are you talking about till three o'clock in the morning? That's probably an indication of where uh, where you serve and what your gifts are. Do a spiritual gift assessment. And up boundaries of have a go, jakes to try it out, and you, so you can jump out, and the leader's not having to kick you out. In a sense, you know what I mean. When it really goes badly wrong or goes south. If you're not in the right gift, prune yourself out of there. Get out of there because it just upsets the team. (laughs) It's really important that you're in the right place. Um, So we need to exercise our gifts as well. And um, we need to steward our gifts well. Imagine an orchestra. It's a beautiful picture as I come into land here of... Every, if you've been to a concert, say the Royal Albert Hall, and everybody's playing their instrument perfectly. Uh, But if the trombone or the flute's out of sync, it really, and it's the same with the body, square pegs in square holes. It's people serving in their gifted area is a beautiful orchestra, a beautiful picture there every member ministry, everybody getting involved, every Christ follower has at least one gift and they all are given for the building up of the body in the context of the local church. It's beautiful, uh, beautiful thing. So how do you know um, whether you've got these gifts? There's a few, there's a few ways of finding out and um, what we'd like to do now as we come to an end. There's a, there's a lovely box here. Beautifully boxed box that Paul has given us. And uh, there's gifts in there. I think there's 27, Paul, did you say? 22. And a few, a few weeks ago, Paul had this, a picture of this beautiful door. Um, forgive me, Paul, because it's not exactly what you said, but a beautiful door and a, a golden lock unlocking that door and a door, a master key, which I'd like to think was the Holy Spirit unlocking that door and the door opened and all these boxes fell out, all these gifts fell out and this is one of those boxes today with the gifts in it and you may not know what your gifts are um, but we'd like to help you find out what those gifts are that maybe God's given you. So there's cards on your seat and um, what we'd like you to do uh, as we pause in a moment is just pop your name. Pop your mobile number down and write your gifts. There's a blank space there for you on the adventure, or what's it called? Join the adventure. There's a space there for you to put name, mobile, and what you think your gifts are. Or name, mobile, I need help to discover my gifts. I need help to discover my gifts. We'd love you to just pop your name down there and... um, We'll help you discover. Either we'll give it to your group pastors or we'll work out a system where we can get to you, meet up and pray with you and discover what your gifts that God has given uh, to you. Well, let me pray and then we'll hand over to Tom uh, for communion and ministry time. Father, we thank you, you that you are this God who lavishes his gifts upon us, these wonderful spiritual gifts, for the building up, for the edifying, for the common good, for our joy, for our comfort, for, to fulfill the mission that you've given us on this earth. Lord, we don't want to do it without you. We don't want to build a church in our own strength. We want to build it in your strength because we know things work much better that way. Thank you, Lord, for these words that you've given us today. I pray that we would apply them in our hearts. Not only listen, but meal, this wonderful time and act of sacrifice. For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son, that whoever believes in him should not perish but have eternal life. So Lord, we just thank you for Tom. We pray for him as he leads us now in this ministry time. Amen.